Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of, of course, the Bolton E-Bikes podcast. I want to talk about a review bike. Normally, I do reviews on YouTube. We basically show off the bike, I go over the features, and I still do that. But today, we're going to get kind of like an audio version, go into the, some of the details, talking about one of the bikes, and there's a very good reason why. So stay tuned. This is the Bolton E-Bikes podcast, and we're going to tell you about the Mac Mission 100. Odds are you've probably never heard of the company called MacWheel. I know that I had not heard of it until, of course, they reached out to me for a review. There's new e-bike companies popping up all the time. And uh, basically, MacWheel reached out. They had uh, a couple of cool-looking bikes. Uh, initially, if I recall correctly, they actually reached out to me about one of their folding bikes. But due to availability, they're like, hey, we don't have it quite yet. Can we send you this other model? We sell it on Amazon. We sell it on our own website. And it's a very affordable, budget-priced type of bicycle. So think under $1,000. In fact, if I look at their website, it's listed as $899 at the time I'm recording this episode with a discount of making it like $726. It's kind of a random number for some reason. But, you know, a seven $800 bike is what we're talking about here. And I want to tell you, what do you get for 800 bucks? Because I actually have about three bikes here right now that are in that seven to $900 range for reviews. Uh, and it's been interesting writing them, kind of comparing what do you get for that price range? How much power do they have? You know, how useful are they? What does the quality look like? Are they good frames? Are they good paint jobs? Is this going to last? Those are all questions you got to ask yourself uh, when the bike is that price. Now, I won't say that all of the bikes haven't been problem free. Uh, there was one I reviewed uh, a little while back. I won't mention the name. Uh, where, you know, the quality wasn't great. The paint kind of had some rust spots, brand new out of the box. And I was like, this, this isn't good. Uh, now, when I reached out to the company and let them know, you know, kind of did the review, like, hey, here's how it looks. They were really quick to jump on it, basically pull the bikes offline and said that they were going to fix them before selling them again, uh, which is good. That's what they need to do to keep a, a good reputation. Now, the Mac wheel didn't have any issues with the frame. It all looked great. It looks like a standard bicycle. So they've got a 27 and a half inch narrow tire. This is not a fat bike. And you've got a smaller 350 watt motor. I always find it funny when they're like 350 watt powerful motor in their advertising. I'm thinking, well, is it? <laughs> Actually, it, it wasn't bad. I'll admit I was riding it around this afternoon. And for 350 watts, it was pulling me up a hill. Was it at the fastest speed? No but it was doing it up a mild hill, kind of a medium hill. Uh, it could actually pull me up without even pedaling. Obviously a mid-drive 750 watt motor, they're going to fly up the hill. Uh, but the fact that this could do it was great. I could pedal along and do a nice, good pace up the hill. Uh, the motor was much more happy if you're pedaling along. When you get to really steep hills, you're going to have to pedal. Uh, and that's kind of how I look at 350 watt bikes, unless they're kind of a high-end mid-drive where you've got a lot more low-end torque in it, uh, is that they're good for small to medium hills. They'll really kind of flatten those things out. If you live in a flat area, you know, if I lived in Florida, 
uh, you could buy one of these and and you'd feel like the motor is plenty for everything. You know, it gets you up to 20 miles an hour and you'd have a lot of fun with it. Now, for this particular bike, uh, one of the things that I noticed, and I've noticed on other ones in this price range, because they use a smaller motor and a smaller battery, uh, they do often end up being rather light. So you can get bikes that are, you know, under 50 pounds that are also under $1,000, you know, seven, 800 bucks. So you get a nice lightweight bike. And the thing is about this, when you hop on the bike and ride it for the first time, uh, if it's reasonably flat, it feels like riding a bicycle. It doesn't feel like an e-bike at all because it's so lightweight. You can pedal it. And that could be a potential advantage to something like the uh, Mac Mission 100. You know, if you have a, a short commute of four or five miles and it's flat, this is a bike that you could buy, ride it to and from work. Realistically, if the battery or the motor or something has an electrical problem, you can still pedal it just fine. Uh, some of these bikes I've tested even have more gears on them. Now, this one uh, was a seven-speed uh, Shimano rear derailleur, so nothing too fancy, but enough that you can hop on it. Again, it's so light, you can just pedal it like a regular bicycle. Now, obviously, it's heavier than a standard bike. Let's say you're trying to save some money. You can't go or don't want to go to a bike shop and spend bike shop prices, and you go to like a Target or Walmart you're going to spend a few hundred dollars on something like that. You could spend a few hundred more and get something with a motor and a battery. That to me seems like a better choice if you want to be able to get places easily, quickly. You know, you want to ride to work back and forth without getting sweaty. Just makes sense. This is a 36 volt, 13 amp hour battery. So is it smaller than most we review? Yes. Is it cheaper? Also, yes. You know, mechanical disc brakes. Those are obviously seem something that can be easily upgraded. You know, I've talked about that a lot. So the brakes that are on them aren't as heavy duty as you're going to see on other bikes, but they don't need to be. The bike can't go as quickly. It doesn't weigh as much. Now, where you could get into trouble is if you try and buy a bike like this and go bomb down a steep hill in San Francisco and try and stop at the bottom of the hill. You know, bear in mind that some of the brakes and other things may not be up to the same quality as some of the more expensive, faster models. I'm not saying that because a bike's faster, it's going to have better brakes. That may not always be the case. But in this case, I do feel like at the price point they're coming in at, they have to put less expensive components on. This is more of a mild, flat area, flat hills. Think Sacramento Valley of California. Just a flat area in particular spots, this could be really good. If you got a flat college town, this could be good. I also think uh, being a less expensive bike, you know, the odds of theft might be lower. It's not as attractive to thieves. So if I was going to the grocery store on a regular basis, you know, and I want to lock up my bike and leave it unattended, I would be much more comfortable. Sorry to, you know, these companies, but I would be more comfortable uh, locking this bike up than, you know, say something like Bicon at Warthog that just attracts attention wherever you go. And somebody's going to look at that and think, whoa, that thing looks expensive. I'm going to try and take it versus a, a very, very basic looking electric bike. Now, I could be totally wrong about that. And that's because I'm not a thief and I don't steal bikes. <laughs> but that would be my thought is uh, they're probably looking for a, a higher value target. At least that's my opinion on it. 
But yeah, Mac Mission 100, bike showed up, we got it unboxed, set up. It comes with some of the basics, like a rear fender on it, saddle is a standard bicycle saddle, nothing fancy, nothing super comfortable, but it just looks like a decent little commuter bike. Like I said, I was actually impressed by the 350 watt motor pulling me up the hills and how easy it was to ride it around. Now, they have an interesting thing on their website. I'm reading some of the specs about the range. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. So they say charging uh, says takes about three hours. So that means they've got a pretty quick charger with it, which is a surprise. That means they got like a four amp charger on a 13 amp hour battery. It seems fast, but most chargers honestly are kind of charging slow for the cells. So interesting that they went with a kind of a fast charger so you could charge in a few hours. They call it a massive 36 volt, 13 amp hour battery. Uh, definitely not massive. They say it would power an estimated 37 miles of range at 16.7 miles per hour under throttle only operation and an estimated 47 miles of range using pedal assist mode. They also say down towards the bottom, that would be with a load of 165 pounds. How much have they really tested that? I don't know. I can't really test and compare to that because I definitely do not weigh 165 pounds. I've got a, a good amount more than that on me. I am not going to get that much range. I remember when the Saunders bikes first came out, fat tire bikes, Storm Saunders, you know, the guy came up with the Saunders brand and everything. It's named after him. He took one of the fat bikes with a 350 watt motor. They had a tiny, compared to this, 36 volt, 8.8 amp hour battery. And he was able to do 20 miles on throttle on flat ground. Now, I wouldn't get 20 miles and you might not either, but it just showed that that was at least possible. So with this being a fair amount bigger, it's not fat tire, it's skinny tires, it's pretty light. Could you do 37 miles flat ground, lightweight rider? Yeah, that's possible. So that just depends on you and your, your riding comfort. You know, I think if I gave a bike like this to a teenager and they rode it around, definitely they would get that. They got a lot of energy. <laughs> they weigh a lot less typically. I think they could do that sort of thing. No problem on it. And I think that's where this bike could fit in really well is with younger people, college students, or if you're just reasonably fit and you're looking for a bike that's inexpensive. I don't really foresee any major problems on these as far as reliability because of the price. Yeah, the components aren't the best, but they're using standard bicycle parts. You know, this is something any bike shop could work on as far as the frame, the brakes, the wheels, the tires. Uh, there's not anything proprietary in that regard. Uh, it's just the electronics that might be a little bit unique. And as long as the companies are supporting them, that shouldn't be a problem. Now, that brings up uh, something. There was one issue with the bike where I needed a part. And I don't know what they would have done with a customer. But because I was doing a review, they didn't have that part immediately available. Now, I know that's a problem with everybody. In this case, they just sent me a whole new bike, uh, which was great. They took care of the problem right away. That certainly fixed it, just sending another bike. Now, if you bought it on Amazon, I guess you could just return it to Amazon and then buy another one if you have an issue with it. I don't know if that's kind of business model that makes sense, but I suppose that's, that's an option. So that's a question for Mac Wheel, you know, what would have happened in a, in a normal situation like this. 
Uh, I assume I, I might have just had to wait a little bit longer to get the part in as soon as it was available. It could be stuck in the port on a boat somewhere, just like every other bicycle part <laughs> these days. It's got some clean looking things. There's internal cable routing, so it looks fairly clean. If it wasn't for the battery being mounted, it's kind of the high long style battery. Uh, that's a brand of battery case, if you didn't know. Being mounted in the triangle, you probably wouldn't even notice that it's an e-bike because the motor's small enough. You know, the display's fairly small off to one side. Uh, it's a pretty sleek looking little bike. It just looks like, a, like I said, a little city commuter bike. So it's, it's fun. I like it. Would it be for me? I gotta be honest to say no. For me, I like to hit the trails. That's not what this bike is for. I like to commute to work occasionally, which is a lot of uphill. And I like to do it at a very brisk pace, which is a good workout and a good combination of using a lot of power, preferably with a mid-drive. And this bike is not up to that sort of task. Now, if I wanted a bike to have, say, at home around my house, and I was going to run to the mailbox at the end of the road, this would work for that. Totally fine. Just riding around the neighborhood, visiting friends down the street, it would work for that and would be great. The problem is I don't normally do that. <laughs> for that reason, for me, it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Where, where I like to use e-bikes is going a bit further, getting a little more you know, into the terrain. And that's just not what this bike is designed for. I'm not real big into the, the city style, the commuter bikes, personally. Now, does that mean there aren't hundreds and thousands of people that are? You know, of course there are. Uh, they're all over the place. So again, the bike is called the Mac Mission 100. The company it came from is called Mac Wheel. Uh, and they have been very kind about this. Again, I said I had a problem with the part. They sent a whole second bike just so we could get the, the review out there. And I'm going to get that review going live on YouTube. So I've already ridden the bike around. I've been testing it out. I'm telling you about it on the podcast so you can be ready when it comes out on the YouTube channel. So pay attention to that. When the review comes out on the YouTube channel, this will be another giveaway bike. So again, MacWheel has been not only kind enough to send a second bike because of a defect, they're actually going to send a third bike for our winner of the giveaway. So instead of having to box this one up and ship it out used, they're going to get a brand new one off the shelf, and whoever the winner is is going to get that bike. So fun little bike, very lightweight. If you have any concerns about weight, you know, it, it might sound funny, but some of these inexpensive bikes are some of the lightest ones I see on the market unless you go spend crazy amounts of money. And I saw some of those at the Sea Otter Classic bike show uh, just yesterday. When I went there, tons of amazing bikes. And the average price of an e-bike at that show was astronomical. Uh, when you think of an expensive e-bike, what do you think of? You know, what number pops into your head? When, you, when I say expensive, you're probably thinking, because I asked people on a live video today, <laughs> similar question. I feel like they were throwing out numbers under 5,000, thinking that's kind of where the average e-bike prices were. And they like 5,000 is an expensive bike. You know, I had one person, I think, guess maybe like 6,000. And the average e-bike at this bike show from name brand bikes, I mean, we were, we were up in the seven, $8,000 price range. 
to walk by an e-bike at a booth and ask how much it is and them to say, oh, this one's, uh, you know, $10,900 was extremely common. I was very surprised. I know that those bikes exist and I know that those are kind of like the show bikes that get people's attention, but I was just amazed how many there were and it was interesting how many affordable bikes there are that just weren't represented at that particular show. So it was interesting. There's a whole wide range. The Mac Mission 100 is at the bottom end of that as far as price goes. Now, I can't, like I said, say it's been 100% trouble-free because of the little issue, but they sorted it out. I got a 100% working bike uh, second time around, and the review is coming. So watch out for that on the YouTube channel. And in the meantime, uh, if you want to go check out their bikes, just look it up. If you type in Mac Mission, all one word, M-A-C-M-I-S-S-I-O-N, 100, that's the bike I've been riding around the shop a little bit for fun, kind of getting used to it, feeling it out for the review, uh, and it's going to come on YouTube, and we're going to give one away. So thanks again for Mac Wheel for sending this bike, for sending another one for a giveaway, and we may have one uh, other folding bikes coming in soon as well, too. So I look forward to that. I hope the best of success with their brand, and we'll see what happens from here. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Bolton E-Bikes podcast. I got a ton of great footage again from that Sea Otter Classic. There's going to be some awesome YouTube videos coming out. A lot of interviews I did with e-bike related companies that were there. Some that were brands that may make sense for me to work with. And some that make no sense whatsoever. They were ridiculously expensive, but they were super cool. So I wanted to show you. So I hope I can give you a little bit of a taste of what the show was like in relation to e-bike specific products and companies. Make sure to check that out on the YouTube channel, Bolton E-Bikes. Subscribe there if you haven't already. Thanks again, and I will talk to you again soon.